Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for a table at a restaurant. Thompson, party of four. Thompson, party of four. Thompson, party... Oh, there you are. This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. You heard that safe drivers get rewarded with Snapshot from Progressive, so you went online to check it out. But then you saw an ad for a vintage baseball cap, and now you find yourself checking the stats of that team's second baseman in 97, wondering why his stolen base total dropped after his rookie season. Wonder how much his rookie card is worth. Yes, they said it was easy to save money with Snapshot from Progressive, but they forgot about the rest of the Internet. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today for my podcast show, Nichelle Anderson Short Stories and Beyond. Today, I'm doing something special. <laughs> I'm having um, both of my podcast shows sponsor a particular topic regarding literacy reading. I have always been a passionate reader ever since I was um, in my younger years as a child and even now. I always felt that reading is one of the most important things that we all should do and incorporate that to the next generation. So today I have educator Matthias Tullis. He's from Gahana. And so I'm broadcasting this. So it's going to be on my other podcast show, Surviving Your Journey to a Success. And of course, here on my short stories podcast, which short stories is reading. And let's get started. And I was asking you, what are some of the roadblocks for children and adults and you mentioned the different programs you had you talked about um you have one particular program to encourage pregnant women to read to their children even when they're um, pregnant i think that's wonderful yeah. you talked about that what else do, can you expand on that the question and what you were referring to the other programs and the mission to start early in the importance of reading go ahead yeah yes thank you very much like i did indicate uh-huh uh Children are supposed to acquire basic literacy and numeracy skills before they, they start school, but that is not the case. So like I indicated, you get to a school, maybe 40 people in a class, only three can read. The rest cannot read. Even the three that can read, the reading is problematic, but I would say that only three can read. So we are saying that what parents are supposed to do by making sure that their children acquire basic literacy and numeracy skills before they start school is not there. So a lot of the school peoples cannot read, you know, and if these people cannot read, it means that they are, uh -huh. so that's the roadblock. So we have been trying to first promote an interest in reading. So when we are able to promote that interest, then the children will have love for reading, you know, and then and they spend a lot of time with their parents. So we have to promote adult literacy. So the work must mostly be done by parents, but they are putting on teachers. You know, some are not getting it right. Uh -huh. So we are trying to tell them that as parents, they are the number one teachers which is not helping. So we have to educate them uh, so that they'll be able to help them to, some of them to, they want to do it, but they... they so basically, because um, I so know they there, right. yes. there was an audio yeah. delay right quick, but basically what you were saying is that you're promoting for, because I know we're speaking, he's um, speaking from Gahana and I'm in the United States. So there's going to be some lag yeah. in the audio, but yeah. I'm going to make sure that your message is, is communicated to those are listening that can be motivated. So basically what you were saying is that yeah. your, your school and you are 
one of the four leaders there promoting literacy and reading basics from the beginning before yeah. they enter school and other programs that, that you having where it's important to do those small blocks forward in a sense of finding ways to encourage and motivate the parents and the community, right? Because the village is basically family. The importance to start at a young age. I agree. I agree. So so literacy should become a family culture. You are not family culture. And then then, yes, literacy must be a family culture. And then to, to add to that, when you get to our the kindergarten schools that prepare the children to start primary school and stuff, you know, a lot of the schools cannot even boast of a common laptop and a projector where they can use it to show these phonics, phonetics, phonics videos. The school people, they don't have, you know, meanwhile, reading must be done through phonics and those things, but they do not have a laptop, they do not have a projector, speaker and those things to project or show these phonetic videos and sounds and things to the school people at that tender age. So the reading is, is so dry. There is no motivating factor, you know, uh, but if the schools can acquire those things and then they can show this, the children these phonics videos and all this, thing, it also promote an interest. But majority of the school cannot boast of a single laptop, let alone projector and a speaker to show those phonics videos to the school people. So when we go for programs at times, we carry projector and those things along and then we show them these phonics videos and the later sounds and, and they are so happy and stuff. Are you getting the whole thing? So. Uh, from the government part and then from the appearance, a lot are not being done so well. And not until we're able to get those things right, issues of uh, literacy promotion will be difficult. And then it will make the children not to be able to acquire these basic skills that we are talking about. And we are saying that reading is the key to learning. And if the children cannot read, it means that in a way uh, they are they are blocked kind of this thing. They cannot do so well in the academics. And those that can read and understand, they will be able to do. Uh-huh, so well. So you have to look at it from the part of government and then from the part of especially the parents and all those. And then all the stakeholders must play their role as far as reading is concerned. Yes, I totally agree. So to play and the doctors, so when we are having the program for this, yeah. No, go ahead. Finish your thought. Okay, so like when we are having the program for the pregnant women, the workshop, as in reading to the unborn child, we do work with nurses and doctors who also come to talk to the the the, 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 parent, the pregnant women about the importance of reading to the, the unborn child and to buttress the, the advocacy work that, that we are doing. And a lot do not know that even when you are pregnant in the second trimester, you have to read to the unborn child. They do not know. Uh, so this, through these workshops, uh, they get to you know. I, I was reading on uh, uh, Finland where I read that when pregnant women, they go to the antenatal for the first time, they are giving storybooks interesting storybooks to, to take home for free on the part of government, you know, and basically I realize that is that's to promote the read aloud to the unborn child. Uh, right. So we are also hoping to get there uh, one day. Mm-hmm. That's going to be wonderful. And also they can sing music um, with the unborn, with exactly. the unborn child work because yes. that definitely yes. goes in deep in, um, in the spiritual in a sense and even physical, the, the baby can hear that. And so reading as well, exactly. it all plays, yeah, you can yes. do it. Um, before the child is born, right? Yes, yes. Right. A lot do not know about that. Yes. Right. Yes. 
they're thinking after, but actually it can definitely help while you're pregnant and continue to do that. And I like how you use the word, um, the basic, literacy basics. And you mentioned the word phonetics. And I know I learned years ago, uh, a teacher had told me when you want to teach someone how to read, the importance of phonetics is important or they won't be able to read. And I never thought that that would really connect at that time but I always learned no matter you know who was telling you knowledge or wisdom is you know just to write it down and remember that I never forgot that so for you to touch on that now reinforce reinforces that importance so you got to put all that on the table mix it up like a good meal and sometimes you have to spoon feel when the person on the other end you're trying to help as you mentioned the younger when they're young, younger, yes. they don't know. But if you put them in it in their belly at the beginning, when they first, you know, starting life or what have you, they yes. get to learn it and understand. And I love how you exactly. mentioned that you're. Yes. I love all of the strategies that you're doing. When you said your program, and you said you. Um, well, I got your notes that you said. You basically said reading is so dry, but no motivational factor. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. using visual with pictures and stories and music, and I think that's wonderful. Because sometimes I know people get bored or they you know kids they want to like I want to do this but if you use some interactive tools um, they get their attention and then before they know it they fall in love with reading and then they just take off like a rocket but you have to plant those seeds so I love all these things that you're saying that y'all doing let me ask you this other question if you if you could describe the level of reading worldwide in four words what would they be (laughs) that needed to change the course of the discussion we really talking about is literacy. If you can describe mm-hmm. like worldwide, I know you mentioned your school in Gahana and so forth, and you mentioned another place where their government is offering a, a particular program mm-hmm. and hopefully Gahana can do the same, but worldwide, where do you think in your perspective, the importance of reading a literacy, do you think is getting worse from not children, but adults? Do you, what do you see worldwide? The importance yeah, of well, yeah, yeah, well, worldwide, I would say that the, the, the European countries are doing so well than the we, those of us in Africa worldwide because I have uh, gotten a lot of my motivation from other uh, literacy advocates that I, I follow on Twitter and I'm motivated by the work they do, and that also helped me to do the more that I'm doing here. But in Africa, you see that that culture, the reading culture, is not it, it, the reading, reading is not a family culture, so it's mm-hmm. like. The level is is is, is low uh, mm. compared to Europe. Europe is far better than in Africa. Are you getting the whole thing? So you realize that also uh, illiteracy and poverty they are in a vicious circle. You understand? Uh-huh. So you realize that in Africa we have poverty in Africa than in Europe. And the, the the basic reason is that in Europe they read more than Africa. And if you want to if you want to reduce poverty, then you have to promote. Li- Trust, then you reduce poverty. But because in Africa we don't do much of the reading, there's more poverty in Africa than in Europe. Are you getting the whole thing? So I think that uh, in Europe is far better than in Africa. And then we need a lot of people to have devotion in like we are doing so that we can be able to expand the work so that a lot of people can acquire these basic skills. Are you getting the whole thing? Uh-huh. So on the whole, I'll say that in Europe is far better than in Africa. And we hope that as a lot of people come into this area and they are willing to promote literacy and stuff, it will help in maybe some few years to come. It will be far better. Every home, like every parent will be educated. At least you can do the basic 
with their writing skills. And then also, we have also realized that as part of when people want to get married, we are also planning to meet pastors and then to also try to, as part of the counseling, they have to let them know that as parents, one of the core duties that they have to do is that when they give it, they have to promote reading among their children. It should be part of the counseling they give to couple who want to marry. And then those of them who cannot read and write, then we have to find a way and make sure that we acquire them with those literacy uh, skills so that when they become couple and they give birth, they can help their children listen. So I'll say that it's not that bad, but then in Europe, it is far better than in Africa. In Africa, Europe people have a lot of books there. In Africa, a lot of their children in our schools, when they go, you can't even get interesting story books. A lot of the schools do not have books to read. A lot of the schools in Africa do not have libraries. But in Europe, I know even you have you have community library and all those things for children. But in schools, a lot of the schools, they are without library. So you realize that over here is not as good as compared to that of Europe. And I think what you touched on definitely is important. Poverty and literacy, I think, goes hand in hand because you have the survival instincts in play most of the time. And you yeah. don't really think that to a road to get out of that is the power of reading and yeah. the power of understanding because that's how you're able to develop their decision-making, the thinking capability, and, for, and, and all the other things that come into play. It's unfortunate but we have to kind of work together to identify the problems. So I think what you're doing in your schools and your support team is doing a wonderful job and continuing yeah. to focus forward that there are strategies and we just have to remember, right? I don't believe that Africa was always um, to the point that uh, what you're saying now, but it is what it is now. So we have to work together yeah. to be able to address as we get so busy in surviving. Yes. We forget and remember what we used to do, right? Exactly. When yeah. Africa was in the position of that they were able to have a higher level of people um, that can read from adults, from children, any age. Very, so I think you're, very good. Right, and I'm so happy that your program is saying sometimes we all, no matter where we are in the world, of where we live and our nationality, um, reach a point that we have to remember, we, we, we kind of got off track, let's remember what works. <laughs> um, yes. So I think your program, especially when you were talking about the, the program with the pregnancy of the women, and then you talk about y'all work with nurses yes. and doctors, because that's all the circle of the of the village, right? That we all can yes. let to, we have to help one another and reinforce and repeat. So I think what you're doing is excellent in your school. Let me talk about this. This question here, I want to ask you, what are the immediate things your school require right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah thank you very much. Right, but go ahead and talk about that. Yes, yeah, our school, we do not have a library. We do not have an ICT lab, okay? And then we do not have a lot of, uh, we don't have ICT lab, we don't have computers, we don't have a library, and then we do not have a lot of uh, interesting storybooks for the, the pupils to read. Uh, as I indicated, we are 110, and then our primary school, they have about about 200 school people in the primary. But with the GSS, we have about, we have about 110. Uh -huh. But then the primary do not have a library. The GSS, too, we don't have a library. Uh -huh. So we don't have uh, an ICT lab, we don't have computers, and then we don't have books for the, the school people's interesting books for them to read. So that's yeah, the challenge. The immediate need, yeah. 
Now, to yes. get into what we're going to be collaborating next month, starting February the 1st, this is the announcement, is that yeah. I approached Matthews about having a fundraiser where they can use okay. it towards one of, or all, hopefully, uh, the things that yeah. you just mentioned, that they, it's the immediate need. So yes. I hope you will consider that. We would definitely have the website page set up. And then as well on my website, NichelleAnderson.com, I'm going to set up mm. a particular uh, website too. And of course, both of our social media, when we start highlighting and promoting and, and announcing this collaboration, it's going to be February the 1st, 2021 to March the 1st at okay. the school. So more information will be on that and definitely on the, the immediate things too. I think if you want to just completely directly uh, donate funds, monetary funds, or even books, or even things of that nature, or yeah. even collaborate at this stage, is mm. it could be a feast. But also if you okay. want to, I'm going to set up a, a way, work with Matthias, have you want to donate directly. Yeah. We'll set up that yeah. where it'll be easy for you to do. And it's, yeah. you know, all this going straight to the school, nothing for me or nothing or whatever is going straight to the yeah. school is going and then we'll set up yeah. a separate donation link where you can donate directly to the school as well the so school, yeah. right because yeah. i think because i'm really sure that anybody whatever you can do will help and definitely yeah. when you said about the libraries because that's where you migrate to that's where the books are exactly <laughs> that's exactly. i think that's wonderful that you mentioned that and highlight mm -hmm. that that's important and i'm yeah. praying and hoping that we'll be able to have that yeah. at your school and then you mentioned yeah. the interesting books you could donate books yeah. if you want to purchase yes. the wine i think that's great and you talked about computers whatever computers and printers yeah. or whatever yeah. they need tech wise mm. that's good and i think you mentioned a lab you want to have like a laboratory as well did yeah, you mention that okay yeah. all right yeah. and that so those are the things of the immediate need i would definitely have yeah. that highlighted in my podcast description as well when I do the when we do the official announcement we okay. will have that listed on the poster and so forth when we do that on social media let me go to yeah so let me go to the next question here or see what factors uh, are restricted in literacy in the household and other surrounding what do you think overall restricts learn um literacy in the household. I know you kind of touched on it earlier. Other things you can add to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. You know, uh, uh, this year, actually, our organization, we have declared the year to be a uh, national year of read allows. You understand? So Ooh, we, are, we, we intended taking our activities to the various communities. You understand? Where maybe in the evening we can get to a community by 6.30, by 7, the people are gathered. We send our projector, our laptop. We project interesting these video stories, or we send script there. They read, they explain. We ask questions, then off we go. And then also, also to do programs through churches to acquire to to help parents to acquire basic literacy and what they have to do at home to be able to promote reading among their children. For instance, when they take the television, the television is a go-to, but how parents should use TV at home to to promote reading, they don't know. And they just allow the children to watch the TV the way they are not to watch it. And they spend all time watching television. And how they are to use the TV to be promoted, the parents do not know. So as part of our engagement with the parents in their various communities, where chiefs, assemblymen, all opinion leaders, church members, they are involved, then we have the program for the parents, what they are to do at home 
you meet the children, all they have to do as far as concerned, the elderly ones, how they have to promote reading their siblings and all those things. You understand? Uh -huh. So these are the programs that we intended doing. And if you're able to do this one, it will become a mass kind of thing. And every community must have its own literacy culture. There should be a literacy drive within every community. And the chiefs, the opinion leaders, the assemblymen, the church, they have to promote this. They should have a kind of, maybe if it's every, every month, there's a program by the fireside reading, anything. There should be something like that. You understand? So some of them do not know. Some of them too, uh, they don't know how to go about it. So we have to send this information to them, empower them, encourage them so that there will be a drive, you know, and then we're also trying to recruit a lot of uh, colleague teachers to come on board so that they can join organization. And then when we structure programs, we can be doing it in our respective uh, places, you understand? So these are some of the things that we intended, but we have a lot of challenges. We don't have a vehicle that will move by anytime we are going to a place, we have to uh, go to the station, hire a car before we go and all. So that was also hindering our work and we are not able to move like we intended moving. Uh, we are able to have maybe a, a picker with maybe a generator. We can just move to any village anytime we project our things and then we start doing the programs, you understand? Uh -huh. So these are some of the challenges that we have. We do not have enough logistics to work the way we expected. Uh, the energy is there, the vim is there, the zeal is there. But then we have these uh, challenges. And then if you're able to have access to those things, uh, it will make sure that our work will get to a lot of the communities and stuff. Uh -huh. At times, they will book us. It's like a community calls you, and then they are inviting for a program. If you are sending a team, you have to book up for them in and out. When you get there, you have to take out the venue and other things. So if you do not have money on our own, you are not able to do a, a, a lot. Are you getting the whole thing? Uh -huh. So these are some of the, the challenges that we are. We are ready to move to community A, community B, and be doing the program uh, just like that. But the challenges uh, are there. And then if we are able to get support, we can expand the work. We can, it's just about information sharing, knowledge sharing with the people, equipping them, encouraging them, what they have to do. And then it will make the whole country become a, a reading nation if you're able to do uh, all this. Because all the schools we have been to in the country, we have been to a lot of schools. I think we get to a school, you are, you are doing a program for about 500 school people, 300 school people, 350, when you go, so you have to come back again and all those things. We're always trying to do a program for uh, school children and in the community, you have to meet parents, you have to meet even Sunday school teachers. Even Sunday school teachers, it is in our plan to meet various Sunday school teachers from various churches so that we'll find out the approach they go about their Sunday school, how they help the children to read the text, the approach, they, if it's not good, then we adopt a good approach so that what they'll be doing in church A is the same as church B, is the same as church C, you understand? But we need resources to be able to organize such meetings and then we can share knowledge and information with uh, the people. And I was just going to ask you that other part. My next question is what resources are out there now that you would need to help you with your programs, like you said. And and I think if anybody's listening, that's a teacher or... Yeah, yeah, for the, yeah, for the resources, yes. For now, all we need will be a pickup and then a, a speaker, you know, then projector, a laptop. That is all that we may need now so that we can be able to move from one community to the other thing. We do not have a vehicle on us, so it's like, it's challenging. Uh -huh. So we are not able to move like it's expected. Are you getting the whole thing? Uh -huh. So if you're able to get a car, a pickup, and then a projector, 
uh, we have uh, this uh, a generator. Then those are those generator, projector, laptop, and a pickup. Then we are good to go. We can move. Yeah, you can move more yes, fast. Yes, yes. Yeah, we can move. We can be mobile. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Mobile. Yes, yes. We have. We are in the country. We have traveled on our own. We have been to a lot of schools. Plenty. We have been to a lot of schools. You know, they are calling us. We have to come and. Uh, but those are the the challenges, and that we you know. We got the lockdown in Ghana about nine months now. School people are home. They do not nine months from April to now about nine months they are home. I was like, I was there, I was like, ah, so to have crowd, I've just been moving every village to communities to engage children. But it's not like that. Are you getting the whole thing? Because we do a lot of the things on our own. If we do not have enough funds, we are not able to move and do our programs. Uh -huh. But that one is not deterring us. But for us to expand our work, if you're able to get those logistics, or oh, we just been moving from one this and it to be so amazing uh -huh. are you getting me so that is the, those are the challenges that we have uh, for now yeah yeah so if you more mobile you can go in places yes, yes further but also other places and villages or, or towns and cities and be able to, to connect more keep you moving I totally yes agree. all right yes. now i wanted to ask you as we get towards the end of this podcast here is to ask you about in three words if you can describe the future of literacy, what would they be? Well, it could be world. Oh, I, I can say the future of yeah, yeah, yeah. The future is bright, and I I believe that. Especially leaving, yes. listening to you, you motivate me. Anything is possible. The right determination. That's what you motivate me by listening to you just now when you was talking about. Even though you know we don't have this and this resources, you still made it happen. And over 100 so we have to minutes. do a lot yeah. in literacy yes yeah i feel good about it too future that we can only yeah. get better um, yes those like us is, you know committed and those that are listening um, are committed to the importance of reading no matter what culture or background that you have to keep you know having those programs can make a yeah difference. I agree. Yes, 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 yes. Now, if you have to, I always ask my guests at the end of, of my show, so if you can share your motivational quote, like a motivational statement that either you do yourself or you read somewhere, what would if you I have to? Yeah, what is a motivational quote or statement that if you I, to share? Oh, my, my, my motivational statement would be, uh, the future belongs to those who can create networks. Yeah. The future belongs to, belongs those, to those who can create Netflix. You said Netflix, N E T F I L. Yeah, Netflix. Yes, as, in, as in links. Uh, yeah. You're going to have to type that up so I can make sure I heard you right. <laughs> yeah, the future belongs to those who can create networks. But basically, at the end of the day, this would yeah. the message those who can create. Things that move us forward. Networks or relations, connections and stuff. Yeah. Like how I'm connecting you now. Yeah. Right. Yes. Right. Making it happen. That's basically yeah. that. make it happen. Those that create to make it happen to make the world go on. But one person will link it to the other. And then the other person will link it to somebody. Yes. Just like that. So you need to create yes, yes. Yeah. Relations. Right connections and relations that can build and can grow. Exactly. And to, it's about giving. Yes. I agree. Yes. Well, yes. Yes. about this, I'm so happy that you joined me today. Thank you so much for all the technical issues there, but we got through it. I'm looking forward to starting this next journey where we are going to focus on 
you know, doing a fundraiser for the school and getting the things that you mentioned earlier and also the resources that will expand um, your program and going to the communities and bringing these stories to children and the family. Yeah, that's me. That's me. So, yeah. Um, everybody stay tuned for the announcement of that and where you can go if you want to purchase the wine is also where you can go and um, contribute directly to the school and network and help uh, Matthias and his team to get into the communities with those resources that he named that he would love to have. Yeah. Yeah. And I can go over that one more time. It doesn't hurt. So the immediate resources that he mentioned for the school is to have a library and that's where the school yeah. is because there are several yeah. parts of the school. The primary school, you said have 200 students. Your particular school, when you're at, which is the general education side, it's yeah. about 110 students. And you said basically right there you need, y'all would like to have a library. Y'all like to have school books that you can read uh, so the children can read. And definitely a com some computers and all that technical stuff with computers as well. And I love to have a lab there at the school. Yeah. The other thing he mentioned about the resources to be able to expand his um, his program where they're going out and going to different schools, going to churches, you know, really just trying to put the whole, I just felt so um, motivated by that, by y'all commitment. And he mentioned that the yes. resources is like transportation where they can actually yes. pick up that they need and yeah. be able to get more mobile. He mentioned about yeah. having a speaker yeah. and that yeah. can be a projector as well, he mentioned as yeah. well as, you know, different teachers or support. And of course, a laptop. Those are the media yeah. things that will help with the part of the programs. They have a lot of programs there, bless their heart. Yeah. And they're putting it together the best way they can. Mm -hmm. And with the influx of supporting the fundraising, mm -hmm. it's going to start right here in the United States. We call that Black History Month or History No Matter because the whole year they're saying they focus on 2021, the importance of literacy. Basically. Yes, yes. And so I'm just trying to do my part. And I think Matthew is a wonderful, wonderful human being of being one of the full force forces of reading. I love reading. Okay. Reading is yes. the power of so much that yes. can motivate yes. us, inspire us. And yeah. we just need to remember, yeah. right, the importance of that. And so if you can donate and help, I would definitely have that information in the description. Definitely we roll out the official fundraising when it starts next month. Please participate yeah. in the way that you can to help. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining me today at my podcast show. Thank you, Mathis. I really appreciate it. You did a wonderful job. You. you educated us. You motivated us. I'm looking forward to this next journey working with you and your school. So we can, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, thank you so much too. And there's one thing that I want to add in my closing yeah. remark. I asked, indicated uh, this year is World Read Aloud Day on the 3rd of February. And then so my organization is working uh, with about 50 schools for now. Uh, this last year we celebrated we celebrated the day with 21 schools, and this year we intended celebrating the World Read Aloud Day with 50 schools in Ghana. So as we speak, I'm coordinating all those schools, and then uh, we are in those plans. And then uh, when the day happens, we are going to update with a lot of pictures. And the World Read Aloud Day this year we are going to make it massive and ground in Ghana. Right. Love Gahana. I haven't been there yet. That's my to-do list. <laughs> All right. Sure. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. That's wonderful news. Yeah. We're going to make this happen. Much sure. your positive attitude, your professionalism, and your passionate yeah. for reading and literacy and helping others. Thank you so yeah. much. Thank you, everyone, for joining me today on my podcast show. See you yeah. later. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you very much.
everyone. Thank you so much for joining me today with my podcast show and my guest interview, Matthias Tullius from Gahana, and he's representing his school there where we are kicking off a charity drive to get the needed resources that his school needs. I hope you enjoy this particular part two of his interview for the rest of this month of February 2021. We're going to focus on really highlighting the importance of literacy, the importance of reading to our children, reading to other people's children, identifying even adult literacy and focusing on that, on the strategies that we can help one another to improve that statistic worldwide. So I hope you enjoyed this particular um, conversation. Please stay tuned for the rest of the days of this month of February. Um, consider to donate to Matthew's school. He is on Twitter. I'm going to have all of that information in this link. We do have an event page as well where you can donate. So definitely consider that. We also will have another option where you can have a direct link to send a payment if you want to send funds there. If you want to send the actual resource that I'm about to list in a moment, you can do that as well. I'm gonna have the address. Right now, we have the PO box listed. We definitely will provide an actual physical address if you want to ship items like the books that he mentioned, if you want to do that. We want to make it an open drive that that would be easier for people that want to reach out and want to contribute to his mission. He's very passionate about reading. I always have been as well. And I know that you're listening, that you are (laughs) as well. Definitely know other people that can hone on this of the importance worldwide and from Africa into onward and all different other places and countries. Um, reading inspire us. Reading inspires others to dream and to want the best in life and to complete that circle of giving. The stories that we have read motivate us to be who we want to be and who we are. So at any rate, thank you so much for that. I want to go ahead and list out those resources that the school need right now and let's get that. the seven needed resources that Matthew shared with me that the school is in need right now. The number one is having a library and number two interesting storybooks that they use when they're implementing their program going to different areas in town uh, meeting up the family um, with churches what have you and setting up like a presentation and the Interesting books does help to kind of motivate and encourage uh, the engagement and learning to read. Number three, computers. Donation of computers would definitely help the funds to purchase computers. Uh, number four, a lab. So they can do different types of experiments and discussions of, of those experiments, you know, getting all into, into that as well. Number five, transportation. And he mentioned about transportation where where they go around to different um, towns um, and they use um, you know different means themselves but it would be nice to have like a a, um, uh, a van or something like that that they can um, bring on more teachers and educators and volunteers as they go and set up shop when they um, it's similar to like a um, how you travel from different towns will have and have a pop-up type presentation and get the children involved the parents involved so transportation is another need that he would definitely would love to have if they can um, increase that and have that um, 
have the funds to be able to do that, to add on more transportation, to spread out more. Number six, having um, like a projector. They like to project like um, different parts of the story that they're telling, you know, to introduce them how books can be just as entertaining as watching television or being on a, your phone or what have you. So a presentation, um, um, even um, extra volunteers to speak will help when they do and go out on their programs or where they get into the community. The number seven, he mentioned um, like a laptop, at least that's one laptop he was talking about that they will use when they go out on out in the field. So he mentioned that as well. All right, so those are the top seven of needed resources. And with that said, I just wanna thank you again for joining me today and keep in touch. You can follow us on Twitter. Me and Matthews is on Twitter. You can follow us on WhatsApp. And to answer any questions during this month of the drive for his school and even thereafter, after this month, to stay connected. Again, I appreciate you and have a wonderful evening. Let's do this. Let's do this for the school. Let's do it for those children. And let's do it for those programs that they're already investing and have started and wanted to continue and continue to add more schools. Let's make it all over that he needs to do to reach those families and reach those communities. Thank you so much for your support. Talk to you soon. Progressive presents The Sounds of the Old World. The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for a table at a restaurant. Thompson, party of four. Thompson, party of four. Thompson, party... Oh, there you are. This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Me, 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 but also you. 
The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh, man. That's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry. I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus. The Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.